What's up guys, welcome to The Journey. This is where we talk about all things business and we use my personal journey of failure and triumphs to fast forward your results. And today I wanna share with you what I learned during my focus of buying another gym. So these were the main things that I learned along the way and I think that they were the most relevant and beneficial to growing the business. So I wanna share them with you. One was the SBA loan and what it allowed me to do. Two was it, what, it, what, what is required to buy a business and who do you talk to? Three, understanding how businesses are actually valued. And then four, just more reassurance that it's not about the destination, it's about what you learn along the way. Okay, so a little background is this was just under a year as far as this focus and how far it took me down this rabbit hole. So just under a year, it's amazing to kind of look back and see what were the things you didn't know and that you know now, and especially taking what you learned and implementing it into the business, okay? So a little bit of background on me. Um, I don't think I've ever shared with you that what my dream job is. Obviously, I build everything around to create full autonomy and freedom, and with that, you have to take full responsibility. But I think if there was ever a position or a title that I would want, it's, I don't know if you've ever seen The Prophet or Marcus Lemonis, but to be honest, that is to me the coolest thing ever. Like that is the coolest job in the entire world where you just come in and you get to work in multiple different businesses and you just get this big plethora of just knowledge along the way, just learning how everything actually works. You know, I went to school originally to be an engineer. And so I'm very fascinated with math, very fascinated with how things work. And that's the stuff that really excites me. I did take an internship uh, for engineering. It was actually at my mom's company back in, I believe, freshman year, sophomore year, and very quickly realized like that's not the path that I wanted to go down. Growing up in middle school, high school, you think, oh, engineering is going to be the best thing. All I'm going to do is sit around and make things all day, but <clears throat> that's very false. You pretty much just show up on job sites, supervise, and then check off some you know, checklists to make sure that everything is going according to plan. So it's not really as exciting as I thought it would be, and that's I knew that that wasn't going to be the path that I was going to be able to become a tinkerer and just always trying to reinvent things. And that's really where I'm, I, I, I latched on to what Marcus does in that kind of position where you just go in and you get to work on a ton of different businesses. I think that's super awesome. So a lot of my motivations do come from that and in in game would be to create that scenario and so a lot of the steps and micro moves that i'm doing now are all leading to ultimately being able to do that on a day-to-day -day basis and so that's really where this whole idea of buying another gym came from because i wanted to grow the business in a different way okay obviously when you grow the single location things get better and the team grows and everything is good. But when you move to a second location or you open a second business or you do that, that creates quick growth that allows bigger and bigger opportunities. So the whole point was to create more opportunities for the team to continue to grow and, and continue to move that ceiling so that they never feel capped. And that's the whole point of building a bigger business in my eyes. And from that, you know, I really wanted to learn how do you even do that? You hear about big companies or I hear about big companies like they do these big mergers and billion dollar deals. And it's just that stuff was so foreign to me. And I really wanted to know what do you know that I do not know? And so 
like naturally, I started to read a, a bunch of books, um, buy them, build. I did, did a lot of Harvard Business Reviews on merger, mergers and acquisitions. I read a good portion of The Art of M&A, which is like a 1,000-page book, and it just got too dry for me. So to be honest, after a while, I hung that one up. Uh, I took a buy them, build course, and I think the main point is you just got to take shots and see after the third or fourth time, you start to understand the big concepts and that really allows you to remember and retain the small details. And so I've learned that along the way and that's really why I approach things. I'll know I need to read two or three books or take a course or two before I even understand or start to really get good at anything. But anyway, when I was learning that, I was looking around obviously at the local gyms because I didn't want to take I didn't want to look at another state because I didn't want to disrupt the harmony that I'd created in my life right now. If I were to buy a gym in another state, then I would constantly be on the road, constantly be visiting, constantly be away and that would just really that didn't line up with my perfect day. And so that made it very clear that if I was going to do this, it was going to need to be local. And something that I learned that I think is very valuable is understanding the psychology of owners, first off, especially of small businesses, but then also especially of our niche. And what I mean by that is an owner has a, has a very different mindset than most in the sense that in general, they're going to take on more responsibility or they want more autonomy, so much so that the pain was so great that they took the leap and fired the shot to start their own business. A lot of times when you don't fire the shot, it's because the pain wasn't high enough or the desire to have that freedom or autonomy was not great enough to pull the trigger. When you have pain, that gives you confidence to shoot. And so a lot of people that start these things have that innate kind of psychology built in and more so with someone who starts a gym. Because you have to think about how did that become what it was today? Like they didn't just blink and it started. Y'all have heard my journey and how it snowballed and took a lot of time to get there. But over that time, the discipline that I put in just to working out in general and staying fit and staying on my nutrition and then learning how to become a trainer, there is a high level of discipline that that takes to get to that point where you're going to open a gym. And if you understand that, having someone come in and try to offer to buy your business generally doesn't sit as well as you may think. And, but when, you know, somebody is trying to selling, that certainly changes the conversation. But in my experience, when nobody was looking to sell, it just didn't, the positioning was off. And that's really where I learned about brokers and business brokers. And they're essentially your real estate agents and brokers and they do the same thing for businesses they're kind of your concierge they're the middle person that negotiates and brings all the things to the deal so it makes it less personal and more for the business okay because if you have somebody that's approaching you that's going to be like hey i would like to buy your business that can be taken in a very negative way even though there is no bad blood or anything you know offensive in the in the offer of it but Sometimes it could certainly be taken the wrong way. So having that broker was something that I learned that can be that middle person to negotiate and offer these deals. So if you're looking to buy a business, I would certainly look into a business broker first. 
the second thing that came up was obviously the financing and how do you finance a business and so I learned that there are residential and then there's commercial banks and they well and they specialize in different things is what I should say some banks can do both but some specialize and there's a specific one that are SBA lenders and so those banks are even more beneficial because the SBA in a conventional loan for a bank is 20% down. The SBA allows you to actually only put 10%. And while I had heard about this until it became an option to use, I didn't realize the power of it. And that's because I'd never looked at the scope of what the businesses cost and what like commercial resident or commercial properties cost. And you know, for anyone starting out with a small business, those those price tags can be very substantial. And so I think the coolest thing that I learned and that I think would help you if you're looking to start a business is that the SBA only requires 10% down. And so if you're looking to start a business for $500,000, which can certainly get the majority of small businesses off the ground, I did mine with absolutely zero doll hairs, um, and I just built it organically. But what I used the SBA loan was there was the 7A and that was used to kind of get try to get as pre-qualified as possible to see what I could afford or what these businesses were going to cost. And so obviously the first question they asked me was, well, how much do you need? And that brought me into a whole nother world of business valuation because how, how do you even value a business? Where does that, that metric come from and how can you take that and use that in your own business? And that's really where I dove into to, to figure out, one, I would like to know, to look at a singular business and very rapidly figure out what that business is worth. And if you have that knowledge and that skill, then you can tweak your business to be as desirable or marketable as 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 possible okay and so obviously the point of a business is it needs to generate profits it's not the point but it 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 needs to survive on profits and understanding how a valuator or an investor would look at your business then obviously you would want to create the most desirable business even if it's just for you and so that was very powerful for growing my business while learning how to value that. And so I'm going to run through a few numbers so you know very quickly like napkin math. It's not to the dollar, but it is very, it'll give you a very good idea of what a business is worth. Okay, so there's three things you need to understand. The SDE, which is essentially the seller's discretionary earnings. And it's pretty much what money is left over after you pay your expenses. So if the business has a million dollar business, it's got 900,000 in expenses and $100,000 in profit at the end of the year, then that business makes $100,000 in SDE. The second number you need to understand is a multiple. And this was the most important part and this is where a business broker and evaluator can really shed some light on what businesses are worth but after going through a hundred of them, you realize that there are categories. 
And for a small business like myself, like under, I think it's like two or three million, the multiples are generally within a two to five. Okay, and a two to five multiple, all that means is you multiply the SDE by the multiple. So for gyms, and this varies across all businesses, and again, this is why the business broker is so valuable because they do understand what different sectors, what markets, and what industries carry different multiples within that range. When you get into the stock market, those get really, really high because in general, a publicly traded company is deemed by an investor more stable. It's been around longer. It's going to be harder to fail. And so they allow for higher multiples. And so that same business that makes $100,000 on the open market, if it's become public, can be viewed to be worth 10 times that, so a million dollars. And so it just comes down to stability and how profitable is the business essentially those two things are the main thing they looked at but to quantify that they use the sde how much profit did the business make and they multiply it by the multiple so for gyms i found in our local area it's about 2.5 so a business that makes a hundred thousand dollars you would multiply that by 2.5 so it'll be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and that's what the business is worth it really is that simple there's multiple ways to value a business but the multiples is pretty well accepted and that's how they valued my business. And so I know that that's useful, especially in my market. So to continue on this example, if you understand that that $1 million business making $100,000 at a 2.5 multiple has a price tag of $250, this is where it gets kind of crazy and I, it blew my mind because now with an SBA loan, you only put 10% down. P.S. the 3% that come with the closing costs, so it's about 13% when all the dust settles, and that does make a big difference when you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. And in my experience, that happened to me, and it was about $10,000 in difference when it came to buying the building that was kind of sprung on me at last minute, and I didn't know what I didn't know, and now I know that 10% really means 13%. So always add 3% for closing costs in general for your down payment. So going back to the $250,000 price tag, 10, 10% down, you would only need to pay $25,000 and essentially you can buy a business that is generating a million dollars. That would immediately put you in the top 7% of all businesses created with only $25,000. And so I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So that really was a mindset shift for me about what what power you have in raising capital and raising money if you ever needed to push or like go hard or turn on the turbo for any reason okay i'm a big believer in don't spend what you don't have we've never carried debt on the business and so it's not i've never executed this except to buy the building but when it came to buying any, a new another business this was an option and so ultimately, we didn't end up finding another gym to buy, but I was able to take that knowledge and implement it into the business to create a more stable and valuable business. And so if you like to nerd out on this kind of stuff like me, then here are a couple of resources. One, check out the uh, sba.gov website, obviously, to see if that is even an option for you if you're looking to start a business. 
Second is the 2021 Business Reference Guide by Business Brokerage Press. Um, it's an annual book that they put out with pretty much every business that you can possibly think of, what it's trading at, what their general net profit is, and kind of how the market is trending for that specific industry. And so there's a wealth of knowledge in there. And if you like to just look at business at a, as a whole, then there's a ton of stuff there and it, and it allows you to really kind of play around with the values of what those businesses are worth. And for me, it was very valuable to understand large landscape, how much, what are other gyms worth and what are the averages across the board and kind of what, how is the performance of other gyms so that we can gear ourselves to create the, one of the highest performing gyms in our area and then obviously in the state and in the nation and so that's the main goal because if you can do that then you bring stability to the business you bring stability to your team and the people that you support and obviously along that way the experience for your members or your clients or whatever you're doing elevates too and so it's always a good reference to know what kind of where is where how far can this go and what is the potential of what you're doing no matter what it is if it's a chiropractic or if it's a media company just understanding what those metrics look like allow you to have a good standard of where you should set up your numbers what should your expenses be what should your rent be if you need any what should your operating costs be all those things are relevant for setting up a, a stable business and those are all the things that you should know or at least have a good idea of when you're getting started. The other thing was the buy them build course. And so that one was extremely beneficial because it does, it takes you from the idea of inception all the way to a year in of after you buy the business. And so if you want to know in a roundabout way of how to start a business in a very laid out course, then that could be beneficial. Obviously that's going to talk about buying one, but you can just, you know, pull out, buy and insert, start your own. But this, the process is the exact same. Business is very consistent across the board with minor tweaks. And that's what's so cool about it. Once you see the big picture, all businesses run the same. It's just minor tweaks here and there about how the operations go to make sure that, you know, it's catering to its market and what it needs to provide. So I do understand that this was super niche, but this is the kind of stuff that like I love. And if I'm going to continue to talk about my journey, then it's going to be peppered with business and all these things. And so these were all things that I found extremely valuable as I am growing my business. And so that's what I want to continue to share with you. Some more general evergreen principles that I think came from this is just the more reassurance that it's truly not about the destination. It's what you learn along the way. To remind you, this was close to a year that I spent on this and it ultimately did not end up in a purchase of another business. But the amount of knowledge and things that I learned along the way that even if I didn't buy the business became extremely valuable for the current business is awesome and that's really what it's about because you don't know what you don't know and I didn't know that I didn't know those things when I was trying to learn how to buy a business but when I learned how to buy a business that ultimately created a much stronger structure that allowed me to put that and implement that into my current business so whatever you're trying to do like just shoot it just send it and 
whether it happens or not, it's it's not about that. It's about when you come out on the other side, what did you learn and did you implement those things in what you're doing currently to re, to strengthen whatever you're doing? Okay, and that's what it's about. Just continuously reinforcing and strengthening what things you do have right now. In addition to obviously not buying the building, what did come out of that is I have since my whole guiding light is to ultimately become the Marcus Limones, um, it it did lead to, that knowledge did lead to partnerships in a realty company and a chiropractic company. So I'm finally starting to dip my toes into managing multiple different businesses that, again, is only reinforcing businesses all the same. All the principles are the same across the board. It's just the messaging is slightly different based on whatever product or service you're selling. And so that's why this is such a valuable thing. And if you want to become an entrepreneur, like it is so powerful when you switch to just business because then you become universally useful to a ton of people because people really enjoy what they're doing if they enjoy a craft. But if you can be the person that can build a business and allow them to do that, then you get to do what you want and they get to do continue doing what they love. And so I think that's just the most awesome thing ever. And I will share that story moving forward because that is really where I'm at right now and figuring out how to balance those things and you know, really optimize and become really efficient in running multiple things. And, and when I implement one in one business, how I can roll that along all the other businesses so that every upgrade we make goes into all the businesses at once. And so I will be sharing that. So if that sounds interesting to you, then please subscribe, uh, turn on the notifications, and I'll be talking to you soon. All right, appreciate you. Have a good day and later.